Sip, Create, Repeat, a podcast providing marketing strategies you can consume over a cup of coffee. All right, welcome back to another episode. Today, I want to talk to you guys. This is more of like a this is more like an agency PSA for all the brands out there. Uh, more content does not equal more sales. So uh, this is something that I feel very strongly about. And uh, as much as everyone wants to post a billion times a day. Uh, because they think it's just going to drive a crazy amount of sales. Uh, We're here to ruin your dreams today. So uh, Alicia, why don't you take it away with point number one? I am happy to, Chris. So point number one is that people do not want to hear from a brand that often. I am so sorry, but it's kind of like when your mom is calling you and texting you all the time. (laughs) I'm sorry, mom. I love you. You know, I love it. But what I'm saying is when someone's checking in a little bit too much, it just becomes overwhelming. And your message doesn't mean as much. It's just like, oh great, there's another fill in the blank product or there's another post from them. Are they okay? What's going on? You know, in fact, people might get a little weary and a little, you know, why are the, what's going on in there? So, you know, spreading things out a little bit just helps. It kind of is nice that, you know, it's, it's sort of like when you're a, starting to date someone, right? You don't want to overwhelm them. You just want to start to, you know, send them a text here. You don't want to wait, you know, after that first date, you don't want to sex them up, you know, hit them up the next morning. So spread your messaging out and it will have more impact in the long run. Yeah, for sure. So uh, point number two, algorithms are not going to be in your favor. Uh, So we have a client that was adamant that they had to post 10 times a day on Instagram. Like it had to happen. They're they were going to lose sales if they didn't post 10 times a day on Instagram. And, you know, we kind of talked to them over and over again, how you Instagram, you can post three times a week and still probably get as much engagement or more as posting, you know, 10 times a day. Now it, it does depend on your brand and your offer and what you're, what you're doing. But for instance, uh, with this particular brand, they went from posting multiple times a day. I would say they were anywhere from, four to five times a day, and we are posting three times a week. Now we're worrying, our, our bigger focus now that we're taking over for them is more on quality with them, right? So we're, we're pushing quality in their posts and we're trying to drive people, uh, catch eyeballs really. Uh, so we are looking currently at a 15.1% increase from the previous seven days uh, on their posts, and we're only posting three times a week versus posting 10 times a day. So uh, the algorithm is going to be more in your favor. They want quality. They want engagement. Uh, Facebook, you know, after the, the last election where you could just like kind of post wherever and stir up some comments and, uh, you know, or stir up shares and likes, they want people to talk. They, they want it to be a social space. So if you can, as a brand, post one to two things in a week that drives a lot of conversation, that asks questions, that gets your audience really talking to you, it's huge. And that's going to outweigh just, just annihilating people's news feeds with post after post after post after post. So focus on the quality uh, and the engagement. And I bet you your, your rates will still be just as good, if not better. Uh, and, and yeah, I think, I think it'll help a lot in the long run. I couldn't agree more, Chris. Absolutely. So our third point, and uh, this comes to a little bit of time management, your time can be spent better elsewhere. So, hey, don't get me wrong. I love a good day of just 
surfing through social media <laughs> and being able to create content and take great photos. But the good news is you can still be in social media all day, but you're just not posting to your main feed all the time, right? It's about, let's talk about that engagement piece that Chris just mentioned. If we're having, if we're encouraging users to actually post comments on your posts, then you need to respond to those comments. And it, it's not just about, hey, tell me more about the specs on that item or what's the cost on that new thing that you're pushing out. Even those comments that are like, wow, that's incredible. That's the most beautiful fill in the blank I've ever seen. You know, <laughs> you want to be responding to those because not only does that help you with the algorithm, by the way, it also is building that trust between you and your customers. They then lean on you to know like, hey, they're listening to me. They read my comment. And don't get me wrong, I love when someone slides into my DMs, but at the same time, you still got to answer those DMs and be careful because, you know, they're asking those very, very targeted questions. And hey, while you're not posting as much to your main feed, you're still getting those sales leads, especially in your DMs. So you have to have someone actively checking your Instagram DMs or Facebook messages all of your accounts, uh, direct messaging components, all of the time in some capacity. Now have an autoresponder up so you're not sitting by your phone 24 seven, but just make sure that you're not losing out on those hot leads because you're so worried about posting to your feed 15 times a day. You know, you can spread your energy out, spread your time out and actually get more money in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't listened to our podcast about uh, building brand trust through, through social proof, that's a good one. Go back, go through Spotify, look for, look for that episode uh, because that is exactly what you should be doing instead of posting 10 times a day. So uh, people, especially when they're interacting with smaller brands, right? Uh, I would say smaller brands is in like under your Fortune 500 companies that everyone knows about. But if you have a good post and you're driving a lot of discussions and, and people are asking questions and you're responding to them, uh, that's building that social proof because guess what? Then when somebody else sees that post, and they click into comments and they see that you're responsive and they see that people are having good interactions with your brand, that is automatically gonna give you a leg up over a brand that's not doing so well. And then to take it a point further, if you start to run ads, that one post that you had really good back and forth with, that's the post that you put a bunch of money behind an ad because that's the post that new customers and new clients and new you know, fans of your business that's what they're going to see. And that's really important. So I don't know about you, Alicia, but whenever I see something that is interesting to me, some sort of ad that I'm like, oh, do I need that? I'm starting to get influenced here, but like, do I need that? I'll go through or like, is this too good to be true? I'll go through and I'll click into their comments. And I'm like, what are people saying about this? Right? It's almost like the social media version of Yelp or Google, Definitely. right? Yeah. Like, like, did someone actually buy this product or this service and are they liking it or, or is this just totally like a scam? So yeah, uh, well, we're, we're still constantly looking for each other's validation, whether it, that's, you know, just on a product or yeah. service. we want to know that the people in our inner circles, those like-minded individuals that we know and love, they're going to be the ones we trust most. So, you know, you can throw an amazing creative image together with the best wordsmithed copy and the right hashtags. But I would rather see your customer base 
being your cheerleaders, being, giving those testimonials. And yeah. I will tell you how many people you go to reviews, how many Amazon reviews do you read before you buy something on the site? Think of it that way. And so social is the same concept. And again, we're, it's social media. We need to be social. Yeah. And so now you get to utilize those social components of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of it for your benefit. Yeah. And what I, what I really thought was interesting and not to keep going back to it, but we keep talking about it, the social proof podcast episode that we, where we literally broke down what social proof was. And a lot of people think social proof is something that happened once social media came about and it actually didn't. It was a, it was a term that was coined in the eighties and it's all more about, you know, you know, potential customers assuming that actions of others are correct. So like, think about it. You have this circle of people that you probably interact with consistently. And if they're recommending something or you see that they're liking or commenting or sharing something from a brand in your head, you don't even realize it, but in your head, you're automatically going to say like, Oh, well, I think I trust that brand because this person trusts it. And that's social proof. And I think quit posting a thousand times a day and start building that social proof and start having those positive interactions with, with other people. Cause that ultimately is what's going to get you more sales in that is how you're going to actually scale your business instead of posting, you know, 55 times a day. So <laughs> couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah, that is all we have for today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, like, subscribe, rate the podcast in Spotify, uh, wherever your favorite podcast platform is. You can read more about our agency, duocleveland.com. And until next time, see you guys later. See you soon. Like this episode? Be sure to rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Looking for more from us? Follow at Duo Cleveland on social media today.